This is ARRL Audio News, your weekly summary of news highlights from the world of amateur radio. If you retransmit audio news through a repeater, listen for the Morse code K character, followed by four seconds of silence. That's your cue to stop transmitting so that your repeater timer can reset. I'm John Ross, KD8IDJ, and this is the ARRL Audio News for Friday, January 26, 2024. The ARRL Board of Directors met last week, January 19th and 20th, for its annual meeting. ARRL President Rick Roderick, K5UR, presided over that meeting. And the board welcomed Vice Director of the ARRL Great Lakes Division, Roy Hook, W8REH, as a newly elected member to the board. The board also authorized a new, free ARRL membership for students. For decades, ARRL has offered a reduced dues rate for young hams, currently priced at $30 per year. At this meeting, though, the board established a new option for a no-cost associate membership for full-time students aged 21 and younger. The board also re-elected ARRL President Roderick to a fifth two-year term. And they also elected director of the ARRL Pacific Division, Kristen McIntyre, K6WX, to be first vice president, succeeding Michael Raisbeck, K1TWF. Director of the ARRO Northwestern Division, Mike Ritz, W7VO, was elected second vice president, succeeding Bob Valio, W6RGG. ARRL Vice President of International Affairs, Rod Stafford, W6ROD, was also re-elected. The elections of McIntyre and Ritz to the vice president positions mean that incumbent vice directors Anthony Marson, W7XM, from the Pacific Division, and Mark Tharp, WB7HDX, from the Northwestern Division, will secede as division directors, creating vacancies for vice director in those divisions, which will be filled by appointment. The complete minutes of the 2024 annual meeting of the ARRL Board of Directors will be available as soon as the ARR website can get it to there. Meanwhile, you can read more about the Board's actions in the ARRL Member Bulletin. The next meeting of the ARR Board of Directors is scheduled for July 19th and 20th this year. ARRL is governed by an all-volunteer Board of Directors. Elections are held for five of the 15 ARRL divisions each year for terms of three years. February 8, 2024 marks the 61st anniversary of the YL system, now known as the YL International Single Sideband System, YLISSB, founded in 1963 by Vera Mary Tallman, K4ICA, who is now a silent key. Tallman received her first license in 1956 and later earned her general class license. Though the system's name includes YL, the amateur radio term for young lady, membership is open to both women and men. YLISSB is a community of radio amateurs who provide support, service, and fellowship to one another and to the rest of the amateur radio community. YLISSB also encourages amateur radio skill development through both personal and system-wide support programs. The YLISSB operates on 14.332 MHz every day of the year, but on February 8th through the 11th from 1323 Zulu to 1323 Zulu, Special Event Station K4ICA will operate on 14.240 to 14.340 MHz and 7.230 to 7.260 MHz to commemorate the system's 61st anniversary. A QSL card will be available for all contacts. More information is available at their website, yl.org.
ARRL member and active radio amateur Dr. Philip Eckerson, WP1JE, is the new director of the Massachusetts Institute of Technology Haystack Observatory. The prestigious scientific appointment is the continuation of a radio interest that began in his youth. I started as a shortwave listener in the mid-1970s as a middle school student, so in some sense I was always fooling around with antennas in the backyard, trying to understand why signals got to me at different times, why they were different in the day and at night, and what was the farthest place I could hear or the closest place, said Erickson. The early interest led him to an electrical engineering degree and ultimately a doctorate in space plasma physics from Cornell University that he earned in 1998. He was first licensed at Ham only about 10 years ago, but he says the professional hardware he worked on daily scratched the itch, and uh, he waited as long as he could until he could gain those amateur privileges. The mission of the Haystack Observatory is to develop technology for radio science applications, to study the structure of our galaxy and the larger universe, to advance scientific knowledge of our planet and its space environment, and to contribute to the education of future scientists and engineers, according to MIT. That facility is home to research projects that span a spectrum of VLF to 388 gigahertz. Erickson enjoys explaining to the uninitiated amateur radio operator that not only is it uh, still an active hobby, but it's an important space for discovery. You learn a lot, many of the different aspects of technical and science work in ham radio, he said. While his day job keeps him on the edge of radio technology, Erickson is glad to see amateur radio keeping pace. He says the coding of WSJT.X digital weak signals modes such as FT8 and WSPR, created by Dr. Joe Taylor, K1JT, are more advanced than most hams realize. If you were to go to electrical engineering class, that's what you would see as the edge of how to pack information into a very small bandwidth. I enjoyed pointing that out to people and getting them to understand that this other modulation mode is just one of the other pallets that are available. You can read more about Dr. Erickson at ARRL.org. Amateur radio operators will have a unique opportunity this February to participate in the 75th anniversary of the U.S. being gifted 40 and 8 Merci train boxcars, one of which is located near Las Vegas, Nevada. At the end of World War II, the Merci train was sent from France as a way of saying thank you, Merci, for help and supplies that the U.S. sent them during the war. A total of 49 boxcars, each filled with gifts, arrived in the U.S. in 1949. The boxcars were then distributed to each state, including Nevada. The Nevada boxcar arrived in Carson City on February 23, 1949. The 49th boxcar was shared by Washington, D.C. and the Territory of Hawaii. On February 10th through the 29th, 2004, Special Event Station NV7AL will operate from the American Legion Paradise Post 149 to raise awareness of the gift and to celebrate the 75th anniversary of the delivery. For each day of the event, operating times will be from 00-00-Zulu to 00-00-Zulu on FT8 at 7.074 and 7.250 MHz and on single sideband on 14.070 and 14.250 MHz. On February 24th through the 25th, NV7AL may operate from the current location of the boxcar in Boulder City, Nevada. Information about QSL cards is available at their website, NV7AL. 
Amateur radio volunteers are needed for the 2024 Boston Marathon. Registration is still open, but the deadline is February 2nd. A step-by-step sign-up guide is available at their website to help make sign-up easier. Almost all amateur radio positions are single-person assignments. Returning volunteers have received an email from the Boston Marathon Communications Committee of the Boston Athletic Association that included their registration and instructions. In order to make registration as smooth as possible, specific instructions are provided for amateur radio operator volunteers. For questions and more information, email the Boston Marathon Communications Committee at contact at hamradioboston.org. Congratulations are in order. Amateur Radio on the International Space Station, Eris, has been selected as Partner of the Month of the International Space Station National Laboratory, which is managed by the Center for the Advancement of Science in Space at the Kennedy Space Center in Florida. Using Amateur Radio, Eris offers students around the world opportunities to talk with astronauts on the International Space Station. One of the primary goals of ARIS is to inspire interest in science, technology, engineering, and math, those are STEM subjects, and careers among young students. ARIS is a cooperative venture of the Radio Amateur Satellite Corporation, AMSAT, the American Radio Relay League, ARRL, and the National Aeronautics and Space Administration, NASA, in the United States, and other international space agencies and international amateur radio organizations around the world. Bruce Page, KK5DO, is here now with this week's AMSAT report. Bruce? Thanks, John. On January 25th, S5 Lab reported that on February 5th, they plan on decommissioning GreenCube, known as IO-117, and execute a passivation operation. The satellite has been in MEO orbit with a much larger footprint than any of the LEO satellites. Its digital capabilities have allowed hams all over the world to work DXCC entities and grid squares that they were not able to work since the days of AO40. AMSAT President Robert Bankston, KE4AL, sent a message to the GreenCube team offering any support that AMSAT can provide to keep the satellite in operation. The satellite community had uploaded millions of frames of data for the GreenCube team. Fewer than 10 satellites since the start of amateur satellites have gone beyond LEO orbits, and QO100 is only available to a portion of the world. We will have more information on this as it develops. This is Bruce Page, KK5DO. Back to you, John. And thanks, Bruce, for that report. Just ahead in radio sport this week, a lot of contest opportunities. January 26th, the NAQCC CW Sprint, that's CW. January 26th through the 28th, the CQ 160 meter contest, CW there. January 27th and 28th, the REF contest, CW, and the BARTG Riddy Sprint Digital Contest. Also on the 27th, the RSGB AFS contest, that's single sideband phone. January 27th and 28th, the UBA DX contest, single sideband and phone. January 27th and 28th, it's Winter Field Day, CW phone and digital. And on January 31st, it's the UKE ICC 80 meter contest, that's CW. And then February 1st through the 2nd, the Walk for the Bacon QRP contest, that is CW. 
Upcoming section state and divisional conventions on January 27th is Winterfest, hosting the ARRL Midwest Division Convention. That's in Collinsville, Illinois. February 2nd and 3rd, the Capital City Ham Fest 2024, hosting the ARRL Mississippi State Convention. That's in Jackson, Mississippi. Then on February 9th through the 11th, Orlando Hamcation, hosting the ARRL Florida State Convention in Orlando, Florida. February 24th, the Central Dakota Amateur Radio Club hosting the ARRL North Dakota State Convention. That's in Bismarck, North Dakota. And on February 24th, HamCon hosting the ARRL Vermont State Convention. That's in Colchester, Vermont. And finally this week, thanks to the Nightcrawlers Net in Chicago, Illinois, for airing the ARRL Audio News on their repeater. 7-3. And that concludes ARRL Audio News for this week. Our thanks to all contributors to this week's report. ARRL Audio News is produced by the American Radio Relay League, the National Association for Amateur Radio. For more information on amateur radio or the ARRL, visit us on the web at ARRL.org. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter by searching for ARRL. If you have a question or comment about ARRL Audio News, email us at audionews at ARRL.org. This program is copyright ARRL, all rights reserved, 73, and thanks for listening.